0: The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing.
2: Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com slash bet. That's winning at drf.com slash bet. it's post time for thoroughbred los angeles the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere thoroughbred los angeles is brought to you by santa anita home of the 2023 breeders cup world thoroughbred championships by daily racing form exclusive past performance content provider for thoroughbred los angeles by legacy ranch Home of top California Stallions, Mr. Big, Pubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch by HorseBills.com. Enjoy billing made easy through HorseBills.com. By Sammy's Original, great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County where the five and four or five freeways collide at Sammy's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bread. By Little Red Feather, horse ownership is easy with California's largest horse racing partnership syndicate. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing, sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com, selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairflex Park in Pomona the Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility, and by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. Good morning and welcome to a
3: Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm Bob Icke. We'll be joined by my co-host, John Lindo, in just a second. Lots going on today. It's Cal Cup Day out at Santa Anita. Ten race card. Five of those are stakes races. Kicks off at 12 noon. There's a mandatory pick six payout. We'll talk about that later in the show. Racing today from all over the country. We're going to have full coverage today. Gulfstream Park, Aqueduct, Turfway Park, and Golden Gate. Plus a new wager that starts today. The dollar coast to coast pick five. That is comprised of two races from Gulfstream Park, three from Santa Anita. It's a $1 bet and a 15% takeout for all that. And to discuss much more during this hour, let's bring in John Lindo. Good morning, John. How are you today?
4: I'm doing great. Good morning, Bob. Uh, We got rid of the rain. The sun's out today. Uh, Everything is on the grass. One note for everybody, the second race today has been shortened from six furlongs on the flat turf course to five-and-a-half. They're just uh, off of that part of the chute, so that's the only change the rest of the races are as drawn, and uh, looking forward to it. Ten races for Cowbreads. It'll be fun.
3: Yeah, it's a really good card, John. This is about a 30-year tradition now of the Cow Cup. Uh, started way back in the 90s, and it used to be kind of, and then we went to a, uh, a Santa Anita or a California versus Florida version. That went away, but uh, I'm glad we've kept this intact five of the stakes races good purses today and uh john let's start off talking about one of those and previewing it with you and it's it's the last race on the card the unusual heat turf classic it goes as race number 10 now the chosen vron was cross entered in two races today he's going to run in the sprint earlier so that leaves a field of eight how'd you see the 10th race today well, it's an
4: interesting way to close out the mandatory payout, Rainbow Six. And uh, a field of eight, the defending champion, Allegato is back in the race, horse number one. And it looks like he's been prepping for for this race. He came off the layoff in a turf sprint at Santa Anita in October, had a, a route race down at Del Mar against Open Company, now back in against Calbret's This is his favorite course. This is where he does his best work. And if you look, last, uh, last January, on a good turf course, he ran very, very well. So he can handle... Turf with a little bit of give in it. He gets Flavian Pratt back in the saddle today, who was aboard for the Turf Classic win last year. So it just looks like this is what he's been pointing for all along. I think he's the horse to beat. You've got uh, the, a very hard knocking Carmelitas man who exits uh, the lower stakes against Open Company at Santa Anita in October. He hits very hard against Calbreds. He's one at this mile and eighth distance, training very, very well for trainer Dean Pedersen. Just one of those honest horses that you grow to really appreciate and respect. Uh, He's got to be a factor in here. Now, both of those horses come from off the pace. You have a horse from Golden Gate, number five, Kings River Knight, who is three for three on the grass, comes off the tapita at Golden Gate, gets on the turf. He's got a little bit more tactical speed than the top two horses you have Doc Adams moving up for for Steve Knapp off of four straight wins. He can handle any kind of surface. So it's a good race. It's a field of eight. It's deep in contention. I'm going to give a little edge to Allegato to defend his title.
3: John, we've talked about this a lot on our show, and uh, we've got the situation now with Lasix. Horses going on, horses coming off. Uh, the two-year-olds that just turned three are now allowed to use Lasix. You can't use Lasix in stakes races. So by my count today, John, there are 24 horses going on Lasix for the first time and 16 horses coming off Lasix that are competing in those stakes races. I'll tell you what, John, I'm using a lot of red ink in my program. <laughs>
4: it's a handicapping factor and it does it is something you need to look at those two-year-olds turning three all of a sudden they're allowed to use lasix we've already seen a couple of form reversals in some of these three-year-old races at santa anita uh... we are kind of used to the the stakes horses when they go into stakes company moving off lasix and moving back on so at least you can look at their form to see what they've done with and without lasix but the unknown is with the the three-year-olds who's going to change form and so it's difficult, and it just adds to the confusion for the horse player. Uh, you know, I don't know why all of a sudden, from December 31st to January 1, the rules change. And you know, I, I'm an owner, and I really think that you know, for the protection of the horse, I, I would prefer to race on Lasix from the start if we can, just to protect them. I think it's more consistent for the horse player. You get a more more form that's consistent and overall and. I just think the variable, you know, an arbitrary day where all of a sudden you can add Lasix, it, it doesn't make logical sense to me. I may be in the minority, but it's my opinion, and I'm basing that on on 30 years as a horse owner.
3: Well, we're a majority of two, John. I'm completely with you. Let's talk a little bit about the Eclipse Award finalists. They were just announced of uh, 30 minutes ago. Any surprises, John? Uh, And then I had a comment just based on my ballot compared to what I saw quickly uh, on the finalists. I think there's a lot of cut-and-dried divisions, no question about it. But there were a couple tough calls, in my opinion. What about you? Right. I
4: don't think there were any real surprises. The one category that jumped out to me, the the turf male category, the three finalists are Modern Games, Nations Pride, and Revels Romance. All are based overseas. All came over. To, they're all owned by Godolphin, and it just tells you. I, I, I think that the male division on the grass in the United States was pretty weak this year, so that was a little bit of a surprise. Um, you know, you're going to see Forte is, is amongst the finalists for the two-year-olds and Wonder Wheel, the, the Breeders' Cup champions, and the two-year-olds epicenter, Taba, and Modern Games are the finalists for the three-year-olds. That'll be interesting, and I think the uh, the, the turf females is going to be interesting too, with Regal Glory in Italian and Warlike Goddess. I think those are the, the two categories are, that are up for grabs the most.
3: Interesting. The last category you just mentioned, the the female turf, uh, Breeders' Cup winner Tuesday, was, was not part of that top three. So that was pretty interesting there, John.
4: Yeah, she is the finalist for the three-year-old filly. But you've got Nest, Secret Oath, and Tuesday in there. I've got to think Nest is odds-on to be the champion three-year-old filly. But Tuesday, who won a Breeders' Cup race, not being part of that turf female category was a little surprising to me, too.
3: The way I vote, John, is I weight it, when I'm talking about the uh, the divisions where there's a crossover with turf horses, I weight the dirt dirt horses stronger, Uh, for instance, Blue Stripe, I put her in my top three in the Distaff. She was in that three-way photo on Breeders' Cup Day with Malathot and Clarier. She's not in the top three. Cyber Knife, I used as my top uh, three, actually my third pick as a three-year-old. He's not in there uh, because of, of turf runners, so I'm a little bit swayed, and I'm a little biased, I usually give the edge to dirt horses in those kind of categories because turf horses have their own. Uh, John, here's what I wasn't uh, disappointed in. The Flightline camp obviously dominated this year. He's going to be a a unanimous horse of the year. John Sadler not in the top three as a trainer. Now, he doesn't have the numbers that those other guys do, but I think you make exceptions when you have horses like Flightline or a Triple Crown winner. And also the breeder, Summer Wind, not in the top three. So I was disappointed that Flightline's year didn't carry a little more weight in those two categories. Well Summer Wind
4: did make it at the Finals for Breeder. The Dolphins, am sorry. and Summer Wind. So they did make the list there. But yeah, a guy like John Sadler, yeah, Flightline only ran three times during the year, but we saw him develop into what he turned out to be because he was managed the way he was. And you have to give points to that. If if you're trying to develop horses into maximizing their potential, sometimes you don't get to race every two weeks. And so you I thought John did a super job, and he's always, did, you know, year after year, he was labeled as a sprint trainer when he began because he had so many sprinters, but he's shown he can get you any kind of a top horse, whether it be dirt, turf, long, short, female, male, it doesn't matter. Uh, he's done a terrific job, and I, I wouldn't have been unhappy to see him replace, whether it be Steve Asmus and Chad Brown or Todd, Bletch- uh, Todd Fletcher
5: as one of the finest
3: yeah i mean sadler put on a, a, a clinic this year hall of fame is in the waiting for him there's no question in my mind john let's get a play from you um uh, you put out your picks every day at todays racingdigest.com and also the south point hotel and casino uh your selection sheet right there in the race book so uh representing the south point today where do you want to go for your radio play
4: I'm going to go to the ninth race at Santa Anita today. This is a one-mile allowance race, and I like the way number seven holiday arousal sprinted last time at Del Mar, got shuffled back early, got fanned very wide, but kept running, got beat a length and a half in that six furlong race. Stretches out to a mile today. He's three for four going a mile. Kent DeSermo got a win yesterday. Looked good on those horses. And uh, I just think stretching back out is what he wants to do. He ought to be in a good spot tracking the speed in here. So at uh, four to one on the program, fair number. Number seven, Holiday Arousal. Ninth race today for me at Santa Anita. And, Bob, you know, you've done your homework, too. And I wanted to see uh, who you liked and, and what you thought of the Calco folks, one of the best betting races on the card.
3: Yeah, it is. Uh, the eighth race on the card is the one I'm going to go uh, with my radio play today. You've got a couple really tough horses that are going to be favorites in here. Sell the Dream, to me, is is the horse to fear. Uh, has run against really good turf competition in open company, in fact, ran a really nice third in the Jimmy Durante last time. Cast members three for three on dirt, so we'll see. Uh, What she's able to do today on turf, you've got Graze My Heart consistent, but I'm going to gamble on here in this race on number one, Carol Lombard. I love the way she broke her maiden last time. She's not slow early. I think she can find a tactical spot. She really kicked home nicely. That was only her second start and first time around two turns. So she's giving up a big experience edge on some of these, but I think she has the most upside, John. She should get a good trip down inside and 8-1. to Definitely a number that I'm interested in. So uh, eighth race today for the Cal Cup Oaks. I'm going to make it my radio play. Number one, Carol Lombard, and my picks are available at today's todaysracingdigest.com and my personal website, bobikepicks.com. I used races 6, 8, and 10 as my best plays. I put in two pick fives today, John, $128 main and a little backup ticket for 32. So uh, a little different strategy today. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, talking to the rest of the guys, John, including uh, Nate Newby, the general manager at Santa Anita. We're going to have him in the next segment, along with Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. You are listening to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on KAM 830 KLAA, home of Raiders football.
0: Radio
6: AME 30.
0: Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences along with trackside promotions and of course our infield family fun zone, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. This Saturday is Cal Cup Day with five state bread steaks including the $200,000 Cal Cup Derby, which was won in 2014 by eventual Kentucky Derby, and Preakness winner and two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome. Additionally, on Saturday, there will be a mandatory payout in the 20-cent Rainbow Pick 6 jackpot, and it's expected Saturday's total Rainbow Six pool will exceed $3 million. Saturday is also the beginning of an all-new wager, the first Coast-to-Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. The first coast-to-coast pick five will be offered each Saturday and Sunday throughout our Classic Meet. First post time is at 12 noon.
2: Developed by Horseman, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com owning a racehorse is the most exciting investment you can make. Part of the experience is watching your horse thrive after their careers end. LRF Cares is the aftercare arm of Little Red Feather Racing and is designed to ensure that all LRF racehorses have proper homes after they're done racing. Whether it's as a hunter or a jumper or just a riding horse, our equine athletes deserve first-class care before, during and after their racing days and LRF Cares is there to provide it. For more information on how you can help donate your time or money, contact Gary Fenton at 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. Responsible ownership doesn't end when your horse's career ends. Join us today and make a difference. Call 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. LRF Cares. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too.
6: G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM
7: 830 KLAA.
3: Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike, John Lindo, and before we bring in Nate Newby, John, let's get to our Cowbred bread of the week. He's an old-timer and uh, still plugging away and doing well.
4: Right, we got the 10 Cowbird races today, but our Cowbird of the Week ran last Sunday at Turf Paradise. The nine-year-old Minister of Soul won the $65,000 KLAQ Handicap at Turf Paradise. He's by Ministers Wildcat out of the Bernstein Mayor Sensitive Soul. was bred by Dahlberg Farms and is owned and trained by Esteban Martinez. He now has 19 wins from 49 lifetime starts, earnings nearly $500,000. Just a tough old cowbred, minister or soul, all cowbred of the week. want to remind everybody, too, that the CDBA winter mix sale will be on Tuesday, January 31, 12 noon. And, uh, Bob, we need to recognize an an old cowbred that was recently retired. How about Fashionably Fast, who uh, was trained by Dean Pedersen, earned over $800,000. He's going back home to where he was bred to Harris Farms. Good for them and just a neat old gelding.
3: Yeah, one of my favorites on the circuit the last few years, John. He won 10 of 33 races, over 800,000 in earnings, showed up every time, won a number of Calbred stakes, and uh, what a job Dean Patterson did. So uh, we'll look forward to having uh, him live a very long and happy life up at Harris Ranch. Well, let's bring in Nate Newby. He's the GM at Santa Anita. Lots going on, obviously. And, uh, Nate, good morning. Hello, Nate. Nate, can you hear me? Good morning, Bob. Can you hear me? Hey, there you go. How are you doing today, Nate? You're very quiet on my end. I could hear John
5: really well, but I, for some reason, uh, it's very quiet.
3: Alright, well hopefully they can boot me up a little bit from inside. Uh, just wanted to talk, Nate, uh, first of all, you guys dodged a little bit of a bullet yesterday with the, the mandatory pick six payout, which is today, but, uh, somebody was alive to three horses in the last, so your heart had to be racing a little bit, uh, in that final race yesterday. Hey John, can you go ahead and 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 do this with Nate? He's not hearing me very well.
4: I will do that, Nate. Uh, I don't know if you can hear Bob. Oh. but his question. His his question to you. Can you hear me, okay, Nate?
5: I can hear you well. I can't hear Bob okay. for some reason. I heard his intro, but then it cut out.
4: Okay, then I'll I'll go ahead and ask you. Bob asked you about the the Rainbow Six mandatory payout. You guys dodged a real bullet last night. Three horses were alive for the mandatory payout jackpot. And uh you guys kind of skated through that, so we're we're playing for a lot of money today,
5: yeah, it should be a big pool today. That was actually an on track ticket yesterday, so uh one of our horse players was was definitely uh excited for a, a possible score for over three hundred grand. but I think probably the rest of the horse players are uh are more than happy to chase the big pool today so and you've got another
4: new wager today that we debut the the coast to coast pick five. I think this really has a chance to take off it's a one dollar wager. It's a 15% takeout, and you're tying together the first racing uh, uh, cards from Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita.
5: Yeah, we're, we're excited about it. We get a lot of feedback from horse players that they want the, you know, obviously low takeout, but then also the higher increment that'll lead to the bigger payoff. So we get a chance to pick some of the best races from Goldstream and San Anita, which I think are, are probably the two premier cards at this time of year, and, and really, I you know, it be interesting to see. We've got it going through uh, the first week in April, and I would guess there's going to be some six-figure payoffs on this thing, because uh, you have to pick your spots at the $1 increment and big, wide-open, competitive field. So we're, we're excited to get this Rolling today, and I think it'll be well received. Right, Nate, are you able to hear me
3: yet? I guess he still can't, John. Uh, okay. I, I was just curious about the uh, the uh, turf racing and the way they've handled the weather and and the way the turf sprints uh, were changed around a little bit last week.
4: Uh, I don't know if you heard, uh, Bob, Nate, but his question was uh, last Monday. Uh, you moved a, a turf race from six and a half on the on the flat course, the chute to the downhill, and today, again, you've shortened up the second race from the six furlongs on the flat course to five and a half, and we're just, you know, what is the reasoning behind moving that turf race back up the hill and and the shortening of the race today?
5: Sure. Yeah. No. So basically, we got quite a bit of rain, uh, you know, last week, and then this week we had three inches of rain. So the turf crew said that that uh, the new turf shoot just isn't drying out quite as quickly as the as the main oval or the downhill course. So we have a couple options at that point. We can take all the races off the turf, um, or just run the ones that are on the main oval or down the hill. But one of the great things about having two uh, um, two shoots now with the downhill and an extra shoot is we have options at six and a half furlongs to keep it on the turf, and so um, that 's always our our goal is to keep it on the turf if we can and and it 's uh you know obviously safety being the first priority, uh, but we can 't run maidens down the hill so if if it 's a non maiden race uh, at a higher level, we can move that over to the downhill turf course we've got a great option there, or we have the option to shorten up and uh, so that we stay out of the the shoot that didn't dry. So um, that's the the next best option we think. Uh, talking to our stakeholders, and then of course, if we have to come off the turf, then that's the, you know, then then that happens. But you know, when if we can avoid it, that's always what we'd like to do. Well, Nate,
4: I, I want to compliment you guys not only as as a horse owner but as a horse player. Santa Anita has been very proactive this week from the start as far as when to schedule the grass races. You moved up post times and you were expecting rain the other day. You got the card in. You you didn't card any any turf races yesterday, knowing that the grass would be drying out just to preserve the course for today. I really think you guys have done a really good job of, of presenting the best program you can, again, not only for the horse owners who are trying to get those horses in races, but the horse players who want bigger fields and And, and, you know, a good wagering product. So whatever you guys are doing, whoever's making those decisions, keep it up. I like the way this is going. And, you know, to me, you guys are gaining the confidence of the the horsemen that uh, when you're making these decisions, you're going to do what's right for everybody. So congratulations to you guys. And I, I, I think it sets you up for a good run here when the weather gets really good.
5: Thanks, John. No, I appreciate it. Obviously, that's our goal, too, is is to keep the cards together and put on the best show we can. And uh, we've guessed right right on the weather a few times, which is, uh, you know, maybe a little bit lucky and maybe a lot of uh, due diligence by our team. We've got probably the most experienced track team and turf crew in the country with Dennis Moore and Jesse Martinez. So, uh, you know, when they call, we listen. And our racing office is doing a great job uh, putting together good cards. And, and, you know, like you said yesterday, going with all dirt when we knew that it would probably be too wet on the turf and they guessed right there so uh we're at an 8.6 average field size this, so far this meet which is you know off to a really good start and that's leading to uh you know increases in handle and hopefully happy horse players and we're set up for a good weekend with today's cow cup card being solid the weather's good and we hopefully put on a good show for everybody well we're, we're
4: looking forward to it i'll, I'll let you get going and get on to things enjoy the day today have fun with it and uh, we'll
5: talk to you again soon all right sounds great thank you guys
3: that was Nate Newby. We're going to try to get this reset here, John, uh, before we bring Bruce on so he's able to hear me. In the meantime, let's mention Legacy Ranch, a really nice article in Blood Horse uh, by Jay Hovde talking about Pete and Ev Perella and how many years and how long they've been doing this. And, uh, of course, they've got the sires up there, Mr. Big, Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride. So a day like Cal Cup is huge for uh, Legacy Ranch.
4: Right, and and Legacy Ranch is represented today. They have Midnight Soul. I think it's in race five, Soul of Midnight in race five today, so best of luck to them. And, and Legacy Ranch, Pete and Ev Perella they've been long-time supporters of the game. And not only uh, the thoroughbreds, they, they support the quarter horse business as well. They've, they've had a lot of success under the lights at Los Alamitos. They do things right. You've been up to the farm. You see how it's run by Terry Knight. And I uh, want to wish them luck, too. Their sires are represented in the Cal Cup today. Mr. Big, their stallion, has Big City Lights in the Cal Cup Sprint, and Big Summer in the Sunshine Million Philly Mare Sprint. And then Clubhouse Ride, that we talked about many, many times, has crypto ride in the Cal Cup Derby. So congratulations. I'm glad Jay Hubby got a chance to take a look at what they're doing up there at Legacy Ranch. And we talk about them for a reason. Uh, you know, I like what they do. They're professional, and they, and they do the right job. So, uh, you know, I wish them all the luck today. I hope we see them in the winner's circle on Cal Cup Day.
3: Let's bring in Bruce. Bruce, can you hear me?
8: I can hear you
4: loud and clear, Bob. Uh, good Beautiful. Morning, John. All How right,
3: we're back on track. Good. Good morning, Bruce. How you doing? Doing well. Good. Uh, BetOnBruce.com. Obviously, we're going to go for your uh, stuff today because uh, you got a twelve race card up at Golden Gate. All no turf racing, all synthetic, and uh, of course the racing down here. But first of all, let's preview the Sunshine Millions Philly and mare turf sprint that goes as race number six today. How did you see that one, Bruce?
8: Pretty evenly matched field. I know that cliche is used, but I really believe this is the case here. You know, Alice Marble is your 5 to 2 favorite. Uh, she was second in this race last year, a little disappointing off the comeback trail, although that was at five furlongs. I think she's going to be in the early mix, perhaps, with La Douem, Atois. I'll tell you, of course, it really struck me in its uh, races two and three back as the Rail Runner, Big Summer. Um, I liked her downhill win. Granted, it was against an easier field, but. She got pushed a little wide, didn't switch leads, but boy, she looked strong the last eighth of a mile. And if you're into gallop out, she galloped out way out in front when she won three races ago. And then she had to kind of push her way between horses at Del Mar on the dirt and had a, just a huge stretch run that day. Uh, she ran okay on synthetic last time at Golden Gate. Perhaps that's not her best surface. She looks like a brand-new horse as a, um, as a four-year-old. When she came off a 10-month layoff, she switched barns. Take a look at her speed figures and her results. She's just a different racehorse, and she's been, uh, you know, just uh, just so strong late in her races. So, getting back, she's got that all-important downhill win. I, I look for her to run very competitively. She's never been off the board in 10 career starts. Even if she doesn't win here, uh, I would say she's going to be in the mix. Uh, obviously, contender contention in Eddie's New Dream. Getting back to the downhill one two races ago, and even Bella Dee's got some races uh, back last season that make her a player. But if I had to lean on a horse in this race, guys, I'm going to go with the lightly race number one, big summer getting back on the downhill.
3: Bruce, I know you're a fan of the Golden Hour Pick 4 and the Golden Hour Double. Those are back in play uh, now with uh, this, you know, you guys had some weather issues. So those are back in play this weekend. Uh, Let's go to Golden Gate and get your radio play.
8: Well, I'll tell you what, they had a couple there's a couple of challenging races to end the day in races 11 and 12, especially in race 12. That's the race I want to tackle. This is bottom-level claimers, $4,000 fillies and mares, uh, and they're restricted. And there's a horse that's a crazy price on the morning line that merits strong attention here. And that's the three absolute scenes who uh, cut back in distance two races ago, ran this race. Uh, identical conditions broke a bit slowly, had traffic trouble down the backstretch. She found the rail in the stretch, and, guys, she lost a heartbreaker. She got nailed right at the wire by inches, uh, but ran a much-improved race. And then last time out, this was a big jump up in class. She ran for 8,000 in a fast race. Uh, She just was over her head. I'd be willing to forgive that last race. All you have to do is go back one race, she fits with these nicely, and she's a big fat 12-to-1 on the morning line. So race 12, let's go with the three-horse absolute scenes again at 12-to-1 on the morning line.
3: Thank you, Bruce. And uh, everybody go to betonbruce.com and, and get all of Bruce's stuff. What's on, the web, what's on the website today, Bruce?
8: Late races from Golden Gate on the best bets are actually a four-pack at uh, Golden Gate today with those last two races. Full card analysis at Santa Anita late races. At Gulfstream, Also, audio is included with that. Check it out.
3: We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Take care. All right. That was Bruce Finkelstein a little late on the break. Let's go and get to it now. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets and Toby Callett. He'll be covering the races in South Florida. That's in the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Raiders football.
1: The God on the screen.
7: Raiders football lives here on AMA 30, KLAA.
2: Now more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous UN Incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626 445 7800. That's 626 445 7800 or log on to CTBA.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred.
0: the ragazin sheets are available online at the sheets.com our website also offers free introductory material including an online seminar you can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123 that's the ragazin sheets at 212-674-3123 ragazin the most respected name in racing Racing fans, happy days are here again at Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering as they are now fully open for indoor dining and wagering. That's right, Sammy's Original in Lake Forest, where the 5 and the 405 collide, is once again open for off-track wagering on tracks around the country seven days a week. Just exit east at Lake Forest Drive, make an immediate right onto Lake Center Drive, and you're home at Sammy's. Sammy's Original Sports Bar and Race Book, with over 120 televisions, great food, A full bar that includes 16 beers on tap also offers two fully appointed outdoor patios. Make plans now to go racing at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. For more information, call 949-716-2367. Get comfortable. Get into Sammy's.
7: The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Buckle up for another thrilling racing weekend at the Orange County Track. On Saturday, the Pick 6 will feature a carryover of more than $56,000. And with the new money to be wagered on Saturday, the total pool could reach $250,000. And remember, Los Alamitos offers a traditional Pick 6 with a 70-30 split. On Sunday night, thrilling quarter horse and thoroughbred racing action continues. Plus, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 if there's not another carryover. Pick 6 excitement is here. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is also open for daytime simulcasting seven days a week. Enjoy great thoroughbred racing action from Santa Anita, plus Golden Gate Gulfstream, Oak Lawn, and more. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the simulcast action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. The best of racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Your silver and black play here on AMA30, L A A. Welcome
3: back to Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And uh, before we bring in John Hardoon, John, let's talk about our friends at Little Red Feather. They've got a couple live shooters uh, going tomorrow.
4: Right. They've got Mecklenburg in on Sunday. He's on a roll right now. And then the venerable my boy, Tate, he's in the $100,000 safe Florida Sandy Stakes at Aqueduct. Little Red Feather won a race down at Fairgrounds earlier this week. They're busy all around the nation. LittleRedFeather.com for more information on how you can be part of their syndicate.
3: And let's mention uh, our friends out at the Derby Room. If you can't be at the races live, it's a great place out at Fairplex Park. In fact, John, I'll be there tomorrow and taking a friend of ours, John Lees, who's the simulcast host and backup track announcer at uh, Del Mar. He's going to be making the trip up, and uh, we'll be playing the races from the Derby Room tomorrow. So very much looking forward to that. Well, John Hardoon from the Rag and Sheets. Uh, good morning, John. How's everything?
9: Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's everything? Not too good. I'm a little annoyed. I mean, Cyberknife, not even to get uh, listed on that list is ridiculous. Why would they put Modern Games there before they put Cyberknife? He won two grade ones. He raced in every race. He never missed a beat. And he showed up. He beat Tiber by the way, in the Haskell. So to put Modern Games on that list, I'm not saying Cyberknife is better than Epicenter or Tabor, but he certainly deserves a mention.
3: I agree. He was my third pick, and uh, I'm totally with you on that one, John. Uh, Okay, cool off. Tell us the uh, conditions today at Aqueduct.
9: Well, the track is muddy. It rained all week. Uh, It's finally beginning to dry out. Uh, Speed's been the name of the game here the last few days. Hopefully, we get more of an even track today.
3: John, I know you were interested in the feature today, the Jerome. Uh, Go ahead and take over.
9: Yeah, Yeah, uh, you're looking at the – oh, go ahead, John. No, that wasn't my radio play. I mean, the Jerome, I think, is an extremely uh, contentious race. You can make a case for at least four of the seven left. I, I uh, know that Chad Brown is very high on the one-horse uh, neural network. He had one start as a two-year-old on a sloppy track. He expects a big forward move today. I kind of lean towards Endemo uh Kelly Breen sends out this three-year-old. Cult. He's a brother to Florenzi Fire. For people that remember it, he's the longest one out of the horses that have a shot in here. So I went with uh, Angimo Forense in this year's Jerome.
3: Or would you like to go for a radio play, John? Because you've got a lot of tracks that you're playing. You're uh, you're doing selections for Aqueduct, Oaklawn, Santa Anita, Gulfstream. Where do you want to go for your radio play? i
9: would give you one from Aqueduct and one from Santa Anita. Aqueduct fifth race today, a mile on the main track, and I love the number nine horse in here, Doctor Love. Uh, this is a four-year-old gelding who was claimed out of his last stop by trainer Tom Morley. This horse draws a good outside box going a flat mile. He's listed at eight to one on the morning line. I think he's going to get a great trip in here. I like number nine, Doctor Love, to upset and win today's fifth race out at Aqueduct.
3: And then Santa Anita.
9: Let's head to the 10th race today, and this is a terrific betting race, wide-open event, eight betting interests left after the late scratch of the Trozen Vron. And all these horses in this race, Bob, are coming off of Lasix, with the exception of the number four horse in here, Kalinga Road. This is a six-year-old galvan who's been on the dirt his last two races, both of them very good without Lasix. Returns to the turf today where he's won very well. Johnny abort for trainer Carlo Gaines, 5-1 to one in the morning. Line, I like number four, Kalinga Road, to upset and win today's 10th race out of San Anita.
3: And tell us what we can get on the website today, John.
9: 0 3 best plays, $10. Full car, $25. Today, Gulfstream, Santa Anita, Aqueduct Selections.
3: All right, my friend. Thank you very much, and we'll talk again next week.
9: Okay, guys. Stay safe and be well. Thank you.
3: Let's bring in Toby Callet from South Florida. Good card today at Gulfstream. Uh, we want to preview uh, one of the feature races there with Toby. Good morning, Toby, and uh, want to get your thoughts on the Dania Beach. Well,
10: why not? I don't see any any reason why we can't uh, can't take a picket, uh, take a take a look at the Dania Beach. And in here uh, in the Dania Beach, it's one of those races where you have enough strangers to. Uh, to, to make it something to where you where you have to take a close uh, a closer look, but I do like uh, one of the locals here, and that's the four congruent. Um, He's had issues in the you know, issues in his, uh, in the uh, Breeders Cup Juvenile um, where he was overmatched, obviously. But uh, his chart debut here was really good. I think he settles down and settles in and gets the right kind of trip in here. Uh, he has to he has to be the, uh, the one that I would uh, be most interested in. Uh, take a look at the one candidate. Uh, he's uh, an up and comer uh, coming through Tampa Bay for Arnold Delacour. But I think the race boils down to the four and the one in today's Daniel Beach.
3: John Lindo, I, I know you're uh, very interested in this new coast to coast play, and uh, Toby's got it as part of his package today. So, John, uh, take over for a second. Yeah,
4: Toby, just wanted to ask as part of your, what you have at today's todaysracingdigest.com and tobycowell.com, obviously that coast-to-coast pick five. For, for those on the West Coast who aren't playing Gulfstream as, as a regular part, uh, I'm assuming that those two races, races 9 and 11 at Gulfstream, they're, they're part of your package today?
10: Yes, uh, races 4, 9, and 11 uh, are, are, are my key play races. Uh, the 11th race uh, features something that uh, I've, I've been, been waiting for this one to get on the grass. Um, the tenth race is our radio play, so people that have, uh, have the package today of uh, races four, uh, 4, 9, and 11, I'm going to give you the radio play for the tenth. So it makes for a natural uh, natural uh, pick three at Gulfstream, and it gets you 40%, uh, hopefully 40% of the way home in the, uh, in the uh, uh,
3: cross-country pick five. Well, let's go ahead and get it, Toby.
10: Okay, uh, in today's tenth race, I like the four. His name is Tartufo. Uh, it's Carlos Zacarais Trinity. He's six years old. He's had nine starts. But uh, the fact is, is that, uh, it's right on his card here. His win here at Gulfstream last winter is very strong. I think he gets the right kind of trip in here. I read he takes the call for the first time, looking very strongly at the four Tocuco. His main rivals, are, in my opinion, are the seven picking up pennies, the two 12-volt men, both Kathy Joseph pennies, and the returning, the six, cap. He's crying older for the first time. Four seven two six to pick up all the sticks in today's 10th at Gulfstream.
3: Get all of Toby's information at tobycallett.com, including those two coast-to-coast races from Gulfstream. So we're looking forward to seeing how this all plays out on this new bet. Thank you, Toby, and we'll talk to you again next weekend. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Ben. All right, that was Toby Callett. And, uh, John, let's take our final timeout. Uh, all of our handicappers, by the way, are available at today's racingdigest.com. Final timeout, when we come back, Scott Shapiro from twinspires.com and Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. That'll be the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA.
7: Your silver and black play here on AMA 30, KLAA.
0: Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences along with trackside promotions and, of course, our infield family fun zone, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. This Saturday is Cal Cup Day with five state bread steaks, including the $200,000 Cal Cup Derby, which was won in 2014 by eventual Kentucky Derby and Preakness winner and two-time Horse of the Year. California Chrome. Additionally, on Saturday, there will be a mandatory payout in the 20-cent Rainbow Pick 6 jackpot, and it's expected Saturday's total Rainbow Six pool will exceed $3 million. Saturday is also the beginning of an all-new wager, the first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. The first Coast to Coast Pick 5 will be offered each Saturday and Sunday throughout our classic meet. First post time is at 12
2: noon. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere, and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at The Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want
1: to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the Racebook? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our iP. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casinos Race Book has you covered.
7: Angels Radio,
5: AM eight thirty.
3: Welcome back, final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, and if you can't hear our show live, you can always go to the archives at ThoroughbredLA.com. Both the Saturday and Sunday shows are arch- archived there, so go back, find out who our handicappers picked and if they did any good or not. And One of the guys we're going to lean on right now to do some good is Scott Shapiro from Twinspires.com. How you doing, Scott? What's up, Iker? How you doing, buddy? We're doing well. Uh, Lots going on today. We want to dive right into one of our races. You're a guy who follows the Derby Trail, and uh, this one isn't going to find any horses going to Kentucky, I don't think, but the seventh race today at Santa Anita, the Cal Cup Derby. How would you see that one?
11: Yeah, seven-horse field, uh, the favorite number four giver, not a taker, looking to win. His fourth career start comes off uh, what I thought was a... Better than Look's victory in the King Glorious off the and at Los Al. Uh, not easy to win along the inside of Los Al, but that's what the son of Danzig Candy did. Has tactical speed to be involved early, and uh, maybe the mile and the 16th will be stretching him out a little bit. That remains to be seen. Some of his main rivals are uh, stablemate Thirsty John, who uh, hasn't been seen He's an impressive maiden-breaking performance of four-and-a-half furlongs last May. I would expect him to be involved from the inside. Pac is a two-to-one second choice. He's coming in from Golden Gate. He got a good setup in the gold rush, but took advantage, winning by a length and a quarter for trainer Steven Speck. And then Geezer and Crypto Ride towards the outside both have tactical speed. But uh, give or not a taker, I think, is the one to beat, but uh, relatively wide open, in my opinion.
3: And, John, uh, Lendo, I know uh... – you're going to lean on Chapra a little bit on some of these three-year-olds that we've seen uh, this week or, or recently, you know, coming to the forefront. Even some maiden winners. So, John, uh, take it over for a minute.
4: Yeah. Good morning, Scott. Uh, you know, I know you're following the three-year-olds closely, and this is the time of year that we're kind of keeping an eye for who's going to pop up. Just in the last couple of weeks, we've seen Victory Formation win the Smarty Jones. There was a first-time starter last week at Oakland. Uh, on the undercard of that, that was uh, named Sun Thunder for Kenny McPeak. Uh, Bob Baffert had Falston win opening day at Santa Anita, and over at Fairgrounds, he had a, a second-time starter named Banishing win for Godolphin. Just wondering what you thought, any or all of these should, who should be on my horses to watch list to, to alert me when they run next?
11: Yeah, those are some good ones there, John. I thought out of that group, uh, Banishing and Falston probably impressed the most, given the fields they beat and their efforts. Vanishing uh, second career start on that 12:26 uh, Fairgrounds card. Uh, second-time starter. Tried the one-turn mile-on debut for Brandon Walsh. Had a troubled wide voyage that day. But really, this gold-zapper, Colt really put on a show, winning by eight-and-a-half lengths at Fairgrounds. And uh, really took heat most of the way and pulled away late. Looks like a very promising Colt. And uh, Faustin, uh, the Bob Baffert horse, no surprise there. This is a horse that's very well bred. It's on a curling out of the mare. Hard not to like. Who was a real good two-turn turf horse for Michael Matt and then Christoph Clamont. Took a little while to to get things going. Was beaten out of the gate. But, man, he finished full over on that day. So probably those two. And another one to keep an eye on was Corona Bolt, a Brad Cox runner that's only gone one turn thus far. But it's been impressive winning two races, including the Sugar Bowl at Fairgrounds. Uh, He's going to try two turns soon. It remains to be seen whether he's a derby type horse, but I've been very impressed.
3: Shopper, you've been focused on Turfway Park uh, recently. You've got an eight-race card there, some real good field size, competitive racing. Where did you want to go for your radio play at, at Turfway today?
11: Yeah, the field sizes in Florence, Kentucky continue to be very impressive, great gambling product. I'm going to go to race three, Bob, uh, a uh, second-level allowance event for four-year-olds and up at a mile and a 16th. And I make a bit of a price in here. Number six, B here, who's 6-1 on the line. This is his second start of the meet. Slight class drop after uh, an underwhelming effort to an extent on December 1st. But things didn't go his way that day. Not only was he up close in a race that fell apart, but he was never really comfortable. Now he uh, gets Manny Esquivel, a veteran jockey who I always think is a little bit underrated. I think there's a little bit of speed, but I think Manny should be able to sit just off the early pace. So we'll try number six B here in race three at Turfway Park at 6-1 to on the morning line.
3: All right, Shapper, keep up the good work for Twinspires.com, and we'll check in with you again next week.
11: Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. All
3: right, that was Scott Shapiro. Our final stop, as always, our cleanup hitter, Michael Rona from Los Alamitos and, uh, Michael, good morning. Uh, a nice carryover of 56000 plus for the nighttime card today. So a uh, nighttime card tonight uh, at Los Alamitos. Good morning, Michael.
6: Good morning to you, Bob. Yes, that's really going to spice up the Saturday night action at Los Al. This pool, and keep in mind it's a traditional $2 pick-six, no jackpot, no gimmicks. Uh, this pool will probably swell beyond 200000 towards a quarter of a million dollars tonight. It's a nine-race card. Uh, The pick six operates on races four through nine. Interesting sequence, Bob. The first two races are around the turn. They're hook races where you really would feel like some coverage is needed. I I can't imagine singling any horse in either of the first two legs. And race seven is a 110-yard race where, similarly, you would feel the need to use several horses. However... The other three races in the sequence all have short-priced morning line favourites that could be credible singles to simplify the ticket. Races 6, 8 and 9 are allowance races for newly turned three-year-olds that no doubt have an eye on the winter derby trials in three weeks from now. And the three morning line favourites all have very good uh, credentials through futurities of last season. So... Uh, In race six, number three, Mornings with Maria, race eight, number six, One Sweet Bar, and race nine, number six, Navaja, all look to be very tough to beat. Uh, So that's that's how I see the sequence. I think that three races require some coverage. Three races, potentially, you can simplify if you put your face in the back class of these newly turned three-year-olds.
3: John Lindo, do you have anything for Michael?
6: Well, we need to know what the first post time is each
4: day so we, we don't miss the beginning of these pick six races, Michael.
6: Uh, six o'clock tonight, John, and tomorrow it's an earlier kickoff at five o'clock.
3: And, Michael, uh, we know your website there is always a, a good source for uh, people that want to check out workouts, etc. cetera. So uh, make sure you get to it's uh, LosAlamitos.com, I believe. Is that correct? LosAlamitos.com,
6: yes, free uh, access to replays as well as gatework videos. I'll tell you one other website I encourage people to visit is LosAlamitosAuction.com because there is uh, a stallion auction underway with all proceeds benefiting the Los Alamitos Racetrack Chaplaincy Programme and Initiatives. And uh, there's a great list of top sires um, who are available. There's a service to each of these stallions being auctioned, and it runs through Tuesday, January 17. So do take a look at Los
3: com. Thank you for mentioning that, Michael, and uh, let's get a pick from you for tonight's card. Well, having just sung the praises of the three potential
6: singles in the pick six, if you've got the bankroll to try and beat one of them, which would really create some nice separation for you, in race six, even though number three mornings with Maria will be very hard to beat, there's an eight-to-one shot that might be worth including as a knockout possibility. Number four, Executive Eagle, MRL, who uh, impressed me with two starts at Los Alamitos in the summer, then went out of state for a couple of Unsuccessful Futurity trials in uh, Louisiana and Texas, but is back in California with a new trainer, has ability, and maybe a knockout chance. Or if you're playing race six individually, certainly use in the exotics. So race six, number four, Executive Eagle MRL, eight to one on Ed Bergart's morning live.
3: Great job, Michael. Thank you, and we'll talk to you again next weekend.
6: Thanks, fellas. Happy New Year. Hooroo.
3: Same to you, and Happy New Year to all the listeners out there. That was Michael Rona from Los Alamitos, and uh, John, just a minute left here in the show. Uh, We are excited about that coast-to-coast pick five, uh, which starts at 1.10 Pacific time, the ninth race at Gulfstream, then it goes to race four at Santa Anita, race 11 at Gulfstream, the sixth at Santa Anita, and the eighth, at Santa Anita. So, John, we conclude it in about two hours and 20 minutes. There will be a lot of good action today.
4: Absolutely. I'm interested to see what the pool does there. And, uh, again, there's another one tomorrow, every Saturday and Sunday through April, that Coast to Coast Pick 5.
3: Get out to Santa Anita today, Cal Cup Day, noon post Great racing card. 10 races. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Leilani and Jake Rich inside. Stay tuned for Andy Harris and the SoCal restaurant show. Mike Wilman's here tomorrow at 8 a.m. and we're back next Saturday. Have a great day at the races, cash some tickets and good luck today.
1: Talk to Mr.
6: Boy, the and waste your time of day.
9: But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he